Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's a cat over here. There's a cat over there. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have another amazing guest. You got a taste of their experience when I went to Washington, D.C. to film my 100th episode with the Cats Tour, but they are now going on tour in another Andrew Lloyd Webber show, Jesus Christ Superstar. So I'm excited to have even more fun and talk about their experience in Cats and their experience in this new show. So they were Skimbleshanks on the U.S. National Tour 6 of Cats. Welcome, John Zamborski, and thank you for joining me. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Mike. I'm thrilled. I'm a big fan of the pod. So I'm excited to have you back because thank you. we just scratched the surface with yeah. your entire cast. Like we, we kind of just, you know, we got little pieces here and there, but we, you know, we had a lot of people involved. So I'm excited to dig a little deeper. And then I love anytime we can bring another Android Weber show mm-hmm. into the cats universe. So we Seriously. will talk Jesus Christ superstar <laughs> and cats and figure out all the fun that goes with that. Yeah, let's but, do it. Let's start at the beginning. What is your cat's introduction? So hear me out. I actually went on the on cats.wikia.com to find the exact date. I saw US Tour 5. Okay. I saw the the evening show on November either 28th or 29th at the Peabody Auditorium. So that was 2007. So I was freshly seven years old when i saw cats seven years old okay that was gonna be my next question yeah it was sensory overload all i think i remember from it was uh the conjuring turn from mr mistopheles okay that's that's the only thing i remember like were you dancing at this point like were you already you know a little into this or now i i was put into dance when i was seven so it would have been around that time i'm not I'm not confident that I had my first like recital or like had been in it for long, but I think I, I knew enough to kind of like be like, oh, he's doing turns in second or like, oh, he's doing fouettes. Um, and that's, I think why I remembered it was because, you know, I'd seen like the older girls in the studio doing similar things. So yeah, um, you, you kind of know it's something you're, yeah, it's something you're interested in. That yeah, like, for it's sure. Not, it's not like it was the beginning of where you saw it and it's like, I got to go do this and mm-hmm. sign up for dance next. You're already doing a little bit of it, and that's what's memorable. Do you yeah. remember the names the, when you the were names. seven? Yeah, like the crazy oh. names when you were seven. I remembered. Uh, 
I think I only knew McCavity because of the song and yeah. Mr. Mistopheles because of the song. Oh, and Rum Tum Tugger. Just yeah. like the songs I mean, that you, that like. They pretty much all the... sing their name. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I remember Mo- Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser. That was like mm-hmm. all I remembered from the first time I saw it. So I'm always curious, like what resonates in, is it the dancing? Is it the junkyard? Is mm-hmm. it the craziness of you know, cats being around you? It was, and I'm sure this is, this is common for a lot of people. Memory was yeah you know, that is something that i knew in the context of the show out of the context of the show and also i got one of the from the merch booth my grandma bought me one of the snow globes oh cool and it has like monk and maybe like maybe like demeter and um jemima or like like one of those costume plots um and you you twist it and it plays memory so i've always wow. cats has always been very near and dear yeah that's yeah. awesome so did you, like, did you have that aha moment of like, I need to do this? Or were you still too young to even kind of grasp that this might be your future? I don't, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in like such a weird place with like performing right now that like, you know, I feel like I'm, I, I, I feel like at that age, I had no clue that it would be something that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely planted the seed of like, I could do this. But I think I, I was probably too young to like understand any of the, the, the practicalities of it, but yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Is, is there's definitely that moment of the, I'm gonna, this is my future, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm doing, this is all I'm going to do. Or even like, you know, as I played sports growing up, there was the, I want to, I want to be on the stage. Mm -hmm. Like I want to play here. I do Um, remember that moment for me when I was 13, but it was with, um, Newsies instead of Cats. Okay. Okay. But both show. heavy dance shows, so. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. Now, did you see it ever again before auditioning? Um, yes, I did. And I I saw it in either 2016 or 2017 at the Neil Simon. So I saw okay, like so the came, version. Okay, so came to Broadway, the new, yeah. Yeah, the new version. Did you, at that point, I mean, at seven, it's probably hard, but did you notice the different choreographies? I don't think that i did i noticed that this production maybe it was just because seeing it in person like the some of the like the costume differences and stuff like that mm-hmm. seemed like really vibrant and modern which was cool but yeah. I, don't, I don't think that i noticed the i don't think that it clicked in my head that andy had worked on that one until a few years later okay yeah so now you're seeing on broadway mm-hmm. you're much more of an adult mm-hmm. at this point yeah what was did you have kind of a the same, I, I guess this is, I'm asking this because this was my reaction was just like, wow, what did I see? Yeah. And I didn't have the seven-year-old experience to like relate it to. Mm-hmm. So did you have, what was that feeling seeing it the second time of like, oh, wow, the show is mm-hmm. rem- what you remembered from seven or different yeah. or no, more I or think, less? I think it exceeded my expectations. What I Because okay. I, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people, well, at least my perspective on Cats growing up was like, I don't really know what to make sense of it, but like it was one of the longest running musicals. We respect it. Like I did, yeah. I guess I didn't really think a whole lot about it. Um, but I remember seeing it and like Jeremy was a standout. Loved his episode, by the way. Um, Jeremy was a standout yeah. of Skimble Shanks. I think that's the first time that I became aware of that character existing. Um, and then Ricky as Misto. I remember watching because that was the only thing <laughs> I remembered. So I remember watching yeah. that and being like, I don't remember it being this cool. Like he, like yeah. he's like, like he's he's popping and and like you have like the the new arrangements from the revival and I was like I don't 
remember this at all, but it was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, Jeremy is awesome. He's actually mm-hmm. a little off and frozen right now. And oh, that's so cool. In, in, in Indiana recently. Uh, that's which awesome. Was so fun to see because I'm like, oh, it's mm-hmm. but he's just he's just so good at everything. And he I does. and I remember being like, because like you know you're getting to that age where you're like you're you you know could be one of those bodies on stage, and like you know like mm-hmm. at that point I knew like I want to do this, and so I was like, oh, that's like that's like an older guy. Like he's probably like inner like he's not as young as like some of the younger people in the mm-hmm. in the cast. But um, I remember seeing him and being like, oh, he's like you know he's definitely one of the older um, people in the ensemble or in the in the cast. And then he pops out this double tour on Lair at the end, uh, like yeah. right before, like, like right in front of old dude, right before he brings all the kittens around. And I was just like jaw on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was just like, where did that come from? And wow, that was just everything I could have hoped for out of his evenings. The parallels to sports is so funny because it's like, he's the older side of the tour and it's, he's not old at yeah, all. Yeah. And we're like, we're like, oh my God, he's aging in mm-hmm. this, you know, in this dance show. But uh, yeah. it's like the athletes who are 31 and they're, you know, they're already right. at the peak of their sports career. Yeah. <laughs> so now bring me to getting the tour. So you, you, know, you, you land Skimble Shanks as the tour, the sixth tour you're going out. Yeah. I almost um, a year ago. Yeah. I had, so I had had ago. a, I actually knew some people from year one, um, you know, like okay. the theater, like you kind of know everyone or like yeah. at least follow them online, something like that. And I had a lot of friends that had told me about going in for the boot camp and all the stuff. And that was like, that seemed like the big show, especially because a lot of equity things weren't happening out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That seemed like the big show that every dancer wanted to be in. Um, and so it was like huge. Like I remember being at like my, like my little summer stock, like seeing like the casting announcement for the tour going out and everyone was just losing their minds. But so I had, that was kind of like the first time I had heard that the tour was going out. This would have been January of 2022. And I had just left school to start. Um, I moved to the city cause I got like this job on long Island. And I was like, I, I'm not like in class. Like I, I was part-time just kind of mm-hmm. finishing out the, the time at, in North Carolina. So I moved up to the city and that allowed me to audition for a lot of things, including cats. And, um, oh, I guess I forgot this. No, I guess my introduction to the tour was I was studying abroad in London in the fall of 2021. And that's when, um, they were, Sean took a month off from tour. Um, and so they were looking for a temporary replacement for Tumble Brutus. Okay. And so I, I sent in a tape when I was abroad and I got a call back and I was like, I don't think I can make this happen because yeah. it's just so much money and I'm like abroad for the semester. And then callbacks come and go. They end up not even hiring anyone. Like they end up just like having a cover step into that role for the time. And so I had already like done the audition combos and become aware of this production. And then when the replacement, when people were deciding whether or not to come back and they had their auditions, I went in. And did a lot of the same things that I had already done on tape in person, which was really fun because it, it felt like super comfortable and it, it wasn't like mm-hmm. the stress of, of, of learning anything on the spot. And then I was called back for um, Mungo and Skimble were the two, which I feel like everyone, every like short or shorter yeah. guy was called back for Mungo, Jerry and Skimble Shanks. Uh, and it was great. The, the, the vibes in the room were always really good um, from this team. And I remember when I went in for my final callback, um, it was like sandwiched in between things. I was about to go up to Maine to work a gig and mm-hmm. they asked me in the room cause they were, they, 
in the Dropbox they give you, there's a few different cuts for everything. And so I picked the shorter Skimbleshanks cut because I was like, this is less words to memorize. So I yeah. picked that one and then they were like, what made you pick this one? And I said it was the one with like that had been updated or uploaded most recently. And they were like, okay, we're actually going to need you to do this one, which is like the first verse through like the pitter, like patter section. Wow. And then, and then to the, it was like almost the whole song, maybe like minus a verse. And as they, as the good actor that I try to be, and they teach you, I don't know if they teach you this in school, but something that I think is really helpful is if you're not asked to look over something explicitly in the off chance that they might want you to look at it, have like kind of an idea. So it'll look like you are better than you are. Because if they're yeah. like, go learn this, and then you come back and it's memorized because you looked at it before, like, you know, that, that starts off, starts you off on a really good foot. So I kind of did yeah. that with this. Um, and they, okay. wanted, they wanted to do, I always feel very proud of this moment. They wanted me to film a tape and being a working actor, I know that it really is not fun to film tapes. So yeah. I just asked if I could do it there in, um, in the room. And it went really, really well. And, um, I got to like leave without like any other obligation over my head. Just like that was the last thing and I'll either get it or not. And then I found out a few weeks later and what was really, what was crazy. Sorry. I love to talk. Um, a crazy coincidence. I thought, I thought the universe was telling me that I was going to get Mungo Jerry because I see someone who looks just like Jess Leprado walk by me on the street and I turn around and his backpack says Arab like the character from West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And he was, the, you know, the OG 2016 Mungo Jerry mm-hmm. um, on Broadway. And he just passed me and I was like, oh my God, that's, that's literally sign. him. The yeah. backpack proved it because the West Side movie just came out and I was like, this is my sign that I'm going to be Mungo Jerry. And that's the universe. And I called my mom. I told her about how the audition went and how, about seeing this person on the street that I've admired from like 13 on. Yeah. And, yeah. And then I found out about the show and it was crazy. Thanks for letting me talk for 10 minutes that is about that. Amazing. But, I, yeah. it, it's your side. You saw it. You just saw AK. It was, you know, forget which one. That was the sign yeah. that you saw. You saw one right after. And, and you're, <laughs> like, you're like ready. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been to Pearl or like Ripley Greer or any of those places right on 8th Avenue. But as soon as I stepped out of the door, he walked right in front of me. And I was like, that's, wow. that's the universe, baby. I have not. I've not auditioned mm-hmm. for anything, but I am aware of what <laughs> what they all are. Just from, from TikTok and knowing oh, for people sure. in the industry of the craziness of that mm-hmm. um, of the of your world's just to me. It's just so it's so far from what I do mm-hmm. professionally every day yeah. that it's um, it's fascinating. You know, it's mm-hmm. like just a different, it's just a different world. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk. We talked a lot. You know. For anybody listening, if you know, go back to the hundredth episode, you'll hear a lot of some of my kind of core normal questions that I ask, but I want to ask you a couple different questions for sure. And then I have one moment that I want to, I want to bring back up. Cause I don't, I don't know if you remember this from, from January of 2023, <laughs> 2023. Yeah. That's when it was. Yeah. Um, okay. So you mentioned one thing, we didn't get really detailed into it, but you mentioned that you, you know, you have a bell as Skimble shanks. I do. Right? Yeah. On your, on your collar. Mm-hmm. And you have some Christmas based story that goes with this. Yeah. I, I need to hear the full thing. Yeah. I guess the full, at least from what I can remember is when they, you know, when they, when you're in PR training, they tell you about the fandom and they tell you about the people that are fans of the show and how deep it mm-hmm. goes. 
and that can't prepare you for the reality of like <laughs> Tumblr. Yeah. I, I don't really use Tumblr, but like we all downloaded it once people started seeing things posted just to like, you know, like honestly, like, you know, you're not allowed to film the show. You're not allowed to film things yep. for your reel. So like you want any chance you get to see what the show looks like, you want to take it. So if someone posted something, you'll go on Tumblr looking to find it. So I looked yeah. up hashtag Skimbleshanks and I found this, I guess it's called like headcanon. And it's like, it's like fan theories that some people accept as, as being the truth. Oh, yeah. or I'm not, I'm not totally sure how. Yeah. I mean, it's, the canon's interesting because that's actually really how a lot of the show started. Is mm -hmm. I found the cat's Wikipedia fan page mm -hmm. and there's a whole canon section, um, yeah. which is, and the thing about the canon that's crazy is I've, this show has uncovered some mm -hmm. of it as like, here's the root source of that. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy was involved in one. There was canon between Tugger and Skimble mm -hmm. and it surely was from Jeremy and Tyler Haynes. <laughs> and it was like, they were like, yeah, we did, we did this. It's not part of the show. It was just like a, a look they gave and it became canon. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of canon that's out there that's like not at all real. There's some that's been proven. There's some that's been disproven. Mm -hmm. um, and there's some that's just the the fans are split, which is, I mm -hmm. think, what makes a show fun. But there's a lot of like wild. I've made up a lot. I get, mm -hmm. I've had reviews and I've had messages and comments of stuff where I've flat out made this up. There's no real reason why it should be. It's just like, ah, eh, that'd be a fun a fun way to interpret this. And mm. the, some of the fans are like, no, that's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm aware that's wrong. <laughs> that's what's fun. Um, and that's canon. So that's, yeah. I think you, so you found one on Tumblr. Uh, yeah. So I found this one on Tumblr. And if I remember correctly, it was, it was something to the tune of um, Santa is delivering toys one night and he finds like a small ginger tabby cat um, in one of the houses. And I guess Skimbleshanks, young Skimbleshanks was looking very, um, very eager, very curious. And so Santa reaches into his bag and gives him this silver bell. Um, and then I guess Skimbleshanks cherishes it and wears it around his neck or maybe his owners put it on his collar or something like that. But that's, that was, I guess, sort of someone's reasoning for why he has the silver, uh, the, the bell in the feature outfit. I love, I love. Yeah. And I just thought that nowhere. was the sweetest thing. Cause like, yeah, I, yeah like. Just thinking of like had, cute little young Skimble Shanks. I never had Santa in the Jellicle story. Yeah, which I didn't was either. kind of fun. Um, yeah, I I would love to hear when people listen to this, the fans, if that's <laughs> like, what's your bell theories? Like, who's yeah. got a who's got a theory on what where the bell came from or why it's there? Yeah, and we all thought it was just like the like the few people I told at work about it, like just thought it was the most darling thing ever. And so yeah, it's very I'm just wholesome. like, yeah, it is. And actually, I have, so everyone got cats tattoos after the show or after oh, like, okay. the tour ended. And so mine is this, if you can, sorry, mine is this, if you can see it. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to have yeah. you send me that when we, well, we'll post on social media. Oh yeah, for can. sure. Got the, yeah. So my friend your, Matt your, did that. Um, your cat's bell. Yeah. It's my bell and that's it has fun. a little engraving of a train. And I was like that, you know, that is, that is so fun. Um, yeah. We'll make sure we, we, we share that too with totally with the post and the story so people can see what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. So, so did you, were you able to add that to any parts of the story? Like when you're on stage and you're doing your number, did you bring a Christmas piece into this ever? Um, I, I, I'd really tried, um, <laughs> I tried that when you came in DC, cause I remember that being one of the things you wanted us to think about 
or you, you yeah, wanted me to I've really about. challenged you. Yeah, because you told me about and it. And then there was also something. I think you compared like another character to Father Christmas, or something like that. Peter. And so, Peter. yeah, Peter. And so you. <laughs> so there was like I remember during naming of cats when we say Peter. I remember thinking like Mike told me to think about this, and I think that's as as far as it went that's, for that's me. All you I get. just like so had just a little, the, a little giggle, the one, and then the one, uh, the one performance i hope to have influenced in my entire time of doing this got your one uh-huh. christmas version in okay. but you, you remember what you said about the train light about how I you're did. like don't point it yeah yeah i went i saw cats a few days ago um in japan i saw the the japanese production mm-hmm. and you're absolutely right the train light shined directly into my face yes and so I, it, I felt your pain so i will tell you because i i wrongfully blamed you the first time it is not skimble shanks that does it mm-hmm. and i don't remember actually who has the light it's missed off it's missed off okay so it's so it's so it's ibn so i gotta i gotta i ibn, gotta go back sure. to ibn <laughs> because when it when it happened when i saw where our seats were like al and i were seeing the show after talking mm-hmm. to you that day and i was like oh no my seats are exactly where my seats were the first time i saw the show <laughs> and i was like i had just told you all about how mm-hmm. i was so angry and I always said it was the during building the um, the train. Yeah. And you were like, no, it's too high. There's no way. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that makes sense. So then, of course, that train piece happens. And I'm like, You're, you were totally right. It's nowhere near us. Mm-hmm. It's when McCavity comes out the second time and it gets real dark on stage and there's a couple lights that pan. Yeah, and it's still. You're right. It's Ibn. I think it's Ibn or oh, somebody. Oh wait, no. Does the it. pan is that you? The pan is me. Yeah. So then it is you. Oh, so it's you me. You hit me square <laughs> in the face again in January. I was sitting there. I remember being like, "Oh, it wasn't the light." He was totally right. And then all of a sudden, was it like five minutes later? It's not yeah. that much later. It lights go dark on the stage. You're doing the whole cavity and everyone's kind of scurrying around. And the light pans and it hit Alan and I square in the face. And I was like. You, Mike, you I'll be honest. Right like, you told me that, and it was hard. You probably aimed I for probably me. <laughs> aimed for you, if I know myself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you like looked square in my eye and said, "Okay, how can I get this light as for directly sure. on for you as sure. possible?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was the same thing, and then I did see it the next night, and I was on the other side, and I'm like, "If you want to be safe, you just got to go the right side of the for theater. sure." Yeah, because it again square in the face, mm-hmm. which cracked me up at one point. I wasn't even mad that time because it was like so comical of like mm-hmm. god they were right they were totally right on this and then five minutes later right i'm like yep i was right about it <laughs> he's he's he sees me i was right so now i'm gonna make him pay for sure i'm glad you got to experience the other side of that though yeah it was it kind of like, sucks right yeah kind of and and it uh, we always got notes to like not let that take a lot of time and that yeah. was like at least like 30 seconds of silence there wasn't because we had a vamp like we had like a little like pulse in ours this one was completely mm-hmm. silent it was crazy wow. so good though it's so fun to see cats after being in it yeah. such a greater appreciation for it yeah was there did you what was different in their production because like everyone has nuances so uh, so some of the 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 biggest things that were different was um i th- i want to say that they're they had jemima i don't remember who mm-hmm who she replaced but they had a jemima they had a syllabub and a jemima which was confusing because normally it's like one or the other they used the their tantamile was in the cast costume so she was the brown cat and the twins were the twins were um 
I don't remember. One of them was Tumble Brutus, and I think the other one, the other one may have been Syllabub. So they had different yeah, names. It was, for... They had different names. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Tumble was like the coracopath of that. Um, they had Griddlebone because they had Growl Tiger's Last Stand. Yep. In this production, um, other oh cool differences. They still did Green Eyes, which we yeah. never got the chance to do. And then also their set was on a revolve. Um, oh, interesting. And so something that Chrissy told us in rehearsal was that in the original production in London. The audience was sat and the stage was here and the the audience almost was the thing that moved around to the other side. So you really felt like you were intruding mm-hmm. into their space, which is something that they told us a lot in rehearsal. Yeah. It was like, this is the night that you're in their space. But in their production, they like they had like this giant wall of trash built up. And then at the top of the overture, it just spins around and it opens like into their junkyard. And it was it hmm. was so cool. That is cool. But, yeah, Green Eyes other countries cities yeah it just didn't come to the u.s yet i'm Mm -hmm. wondering when it comes back to the u.s if they'll say now i think with like a 50th anniversary yeah when they have that i think that'll it'll be there yeah because i heard the international tour that tour and then even i forget where there was another one there was another production going Mm -hmm. on they're like yeah we did green eyes i'm like oh that's yeah so fun that's awesome yeah then you get to scare people out in the audience to start the show Mm -hmm. yeah um What's I want to hear a few fun, memorable moments from tour because you know I obviously got to experience DC, but you were all over the place. You ended in yeah. Hawaii. What do you remember? What were some of the funny moments from your tour? Oh, some of there was. I remember we had a few show stops. Um, okay, it was always like for like tire issues or stuff like that. But one of them we had. Um, Alexis was our sub, um, like uh, she, she came onto the tour as our like deck SM or ASM mm-hmm. towards the end of the show or the end of the tour. And I remember in, uh, Vancouver, which was, we had Vancouver and then two weeks off and then Hawaii was our last stop. Um, the tires going up, we're already like, there's probably like two minutes of the show left and we see her just walk on stage in front of, so I, I'm in the, the, closest the line closest to the audience for the whole tire mm-hmm. lifting and for addressing and i just remember she walked right in front of all of us and just like grabbed me and rump and like started like brushing us like up stage of the drop down because they're like we're about to do a show hold and it was just so funny because it had probably only been like she'd only been with us for like a month and she just like walked out on stage and just like started corralling <laughs> cats and so that was really funny um that was certainly That's... a memorable moment um, yeah with the only two minutes left? Yeah, I'm well. I, however long, like, yeah, like I mean, right as we're sending. Yeah, uh, so there's a dressing, right? Like, there's just the very end. Yeah. Um. At that point, just like, just let Grisabella walk off. Yeah, I think, and I think the next day, I want to say, like, maybe we had a a Plan B show where the tire didn't rise and and Taylor just <laughs> walked yeah. up the uh the thing. Yeah. Taylor Taylor <laughs> strolls to the heavy yeah. side layer. Yeah, just like a like a little nice little jaunt to the heavy side layer. Yeah, um, yeah. I, it seems so common of like this, mm-hmm. you know, especially in tour. You just yeah. never know what you're going to get in each theater. Absolutely, to get it all that, to work. I feel like that that's probably like the hardest part is any of like the the hydraulics or things like that going awry. But um, mm-hmm. I also remember I I one time I didn't like the tap shoe change in Gumby didn't always happen. 
Um, oh, okay. Especially like like whenever we'd like sw- like I halfway through the tour started getting the feet cut out of my unitard, so like that changed things. But like anyway, all that to say, I did the tap break of that like barefoot, like with my human foot out once, and everyone was like tapping, and then they would look over at my foot and be just like, "Oh Lord, the dogs are out." Yeah. Like, oh, I thought this was cats. Put those dogs away. Like yeah, that kind of vibe. You're so, you're doing it. Yeah. Just no tap sound coming with it. Yeah. And then like maybe two times throughout the two hundred and whatever shows that we did, we had like the plan B skimble stairs where like you fall off the stairs and then you just do the pose on the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's um did those you ever are probably the train? Like the, did you ever have the train break? Um there was there was no we never had the, the train break but there was one night where um it was backwards so like the the smokestack <laughs> was facing the wrong way that's always yeah. a funny thing that happened um one time and this is this is michelle mish who you mentioned mm-hmm. that you're gonna talk to soon um there was one night where the there where she had to like build the train like like the part that she's supposed to be handed um so in like all the cities you go to you have like a local crew that joins and learns the show and I think that there was like some miscommunication. So that set piece that's normally like held right off stage for her wasn't there. And so she like ran backstage to the gondola because Misha's incredible and like knew where it was. And then like the train got built in maybe like an eight count or something. Wow. Something insane. But hey, superstar, she made it happen. But that was Just like one of those moments where on the fly, you know, I'm, I'm like catching my breath up on the car boot because that's like I'm not even singing during that part. They're building the train. And that was one of those moments where I'm like, I am watching this whole thing unfold. I don't know if there's going to be a train tonight. So yeah. <laughs> or you're just missing a wheel or, you know, just, yeah. it's, just it's part of it's there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's, I think that's, that's pretty crazy that, that yeah. all that stuff happens. I, for what I've heard too, if you add in green eyes, you add a mm-hmm. whole different dynamic because you've got to, in every city, figure out how to get out into the audience without mm-hmm. them noticing and then back on stage in some capacity in like mm-hmm. three minutes. So it's With, that's been yeah. something fun about JCS is that we enter in whatever theaters allow it. We actually enter in through the back of the house. So I imagine our sort of pathways of being led by either like security or management to the back of the house probably would have been the same kind of thing for uh, mm-hmm. for Green Eyes had it been happening when, when our yeah. time was out. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back for more of The Wrong Cat Died. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wow. This is the best pivot possible. So let's talk. I know. Talk. I, and I felt it. I kind of felt it like when I said it. I was like, I hope that Mike. It's time. It's ready. Sees We're this ready. Segway. I, let's go. 
<laughs> I love it. I am excited to talk about another Android Weber show. Um, one I'm less familiar with, mm -hmm. for sure, but I always love doing two things with the show. One is I like to compare the characters in Jesus Christ Superstars to who would their cat be. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like you already had a different thought about this, which is of all of the cast, not probably actors, but of the, all the characters, you've pictured Jellical Choice out of the Jesus Christ Superstar show. So let's I, start I there. I do. I think that Judas might be Grizabella. Okay. Because, so this, the whole show is like, I wouldn't say that it's told from Judas's perspective, but it's certainly told with him as a kind of like the protagonist in mind. You know, it's, it's, I would say that him, that Judas and Jesus are pretty equal as far as like stage time or like bows or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, in our production, it talks a lot about, I'm, I'm not personally religious and i don't like like to talk about like i i like to talk about the show and like not in a religious way <laughs> because like our yeah because our production really takes a lot of like what you what you think about or like what your expectations are about it and it, it kind of makes it into more of a rock concert um that's kind of what it feels like in general yeah. though right like having it's been yeah, a long definitely. time since i've seen it it doesn't feel as religious as it does <laughs> centered around the story but it's a definitely a different vibe yeah to begin with mm-hmm Okay, and so is Judas your choice because it's Grizabella? This Judas is my choice because he has because he has the um, impossible task, and he and he knows it that that God has picked him to kind of be the villain because like someone has to betray God for this thing to work. It's him. He also sings some pretty iconic songs, and I feel like that goes mm -hmm. hand in hand with memory. So yeah. yeah, I would, and and you always leave at least like me and my mom. We we both love this show. Um, we always talk about how bad we feel for Judas and how bad we feel for Pontius Pilate. But all that to segue into, I think Pontius Pilate is Rum Tum Tugger, because in okay. our version, Pontius Pilate is um, like the old. He's like the older rock star. He's kind of like the like the Mick Jagger of compared to like a like a younger pop star Jesus. And so. Okay. Um, for me, he's Tugger. He has like the leather jacket and the chest hat, and I I feel like the only I had him purely because of the like the way Wikipedia describes him too. And this where a mm -hmm. lot of my my data is coming from here. The good old Wikipedia read mm -hmm. is that he foresees the events. Like oh, that was the way it was said. And so mm -hmm. because of that only, I went old Deuteronomy. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I think again, I think that you're going to know this way better than I will. No, I think that that is really good because there's a song called Pilate's Dream where he he talks about him having the dream of of him condemning Jesus that happens later in the show. So, I think that that's also a great great pick for yeah. Pilate. And I had for Judas because of the concern for the poor was mm -hmm. the description. Um I had Jenny Annie Dots. Because um. Grisabel doesn't give me that vibe. But mm -hmm. I do see your version of Judas for that. Like, oh, yeah. this is the, that's, that definitely does feel Grizabella. So what's fun about this is you can interpret this a but thousand another, ways. Another great pick for Grizabella would be um, Herod. Because in our version, mm. Herod is like this very old, decrepit man who's like kind of going crazy. And like in the way that you see Grizabella and you're like, wow, that person's been through a lot. Their best days are maybe behind them, but they're still trying to, they're still putting on the, the glamour cat kind of persona. I feel like Herod's a good pick for Grizz. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure where to put Grizz. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually place her. I was like, maybe Mary, but that seems too yeah. not out of place. Um, Mary was when I really struggled with where to pick for Mary. Yeah, what did you pick for I don't know if Mary? you have thoughts. I kind of like leaned towards Grizz, but it was more of like, I'm like, all right, I already placed Jenny. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about mom. Like, who's my mom's, like, characters? And I already placed Jenny. Grizz kind of does feel like mom vibe, but she left. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm like, I don't know. It's not Bomb and Demeter. They don't kind of give that vibe. So I'm starting to go down. And then everyone else gets really young. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, maybe is it it Cass? Like, it could be be a little bit of Cass, but just doesn't fit very easily. Yeah, to me, it's like, I, I think I always thought of, so, like, Mary Magdalene in our show, like, that, jesus like her relationship to jesus is left like pretty ambiguous Mm -hmm. um yeah or left you know it's it's it doesn't really hint at any one thing and so okay in my mind if i think of like jesus as monk yeah which is i like kind of just where my head went i did think of demeter just like a little bit for mary because mary is like the one person who can sort of calm down jesus um okay uh and so they have like like a they have love between them in yeah. you know platonic romantic however you interpret it so if yeah i guess like if jesus is monk i could see demeter as as mary okay yeah i had jesus i could see a little tugger in jesus too just with yeah, the rock definitely. star vibe um but i think i could see monk who else who are we missing I, there's peter um, so i had peter as peter see i i put peter as um like pounce or tumble brutus because oh, i didn't peter, think about the character at all i just was like oh we've got oh, finally we've got yeah. a peter i can well, i can bring he, peter back into the fold we like to we like to clown on peter a lot in the show i we like <laughs> we like to say that he's just like kind of clueless at moments um so this is just but like he has a, but he has a really good heart yeah so i'm like he's like a tumble <laughs> brutus. yeah, yeah okay. just has like the biggest heart full of energy so happy to be there who who am I missing? Who uh, else is left? Simon. Simon is. Uh, I guess I could see. Uh, I don't know. So Simon has a feature, and he he's like urging Jesus and his followers to like take like a more like aggressive stance of like standing up for themselves and not be as passive, mm. like to actually like fight with the Romans. And so, I don't think that there is necessarily a song that like. It's yeah. that bill and cats. Um, that's Grouse Grau- Tiger. I know it, it might be. Right. That's the way. Uh, <laughs> do you have a skimble? Uh, um, I know. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I do. No. Okay. Which stinks. But yeah. Yeah. I guess nobody's keeping everybody in line and keeping everybody on time. Just, yeah, I. Y'all just rocking out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I do have so a character that's not on this that's in our production is called Mob Leader. She's a featured okay. dancer, um, and she's sort of like her her spot in the show and in a lot of the choreography is like you can't tell whether she's like the people inciting the riot, inciting the violence, mm. or if she's like like they they always say like they always said during rehearsals like you can't tell if she's. The beginning or the end, the alpha or the omega, is she stirring the pot or is she following and like being like the Greek chorus and commenting about what's happening? Okay, um, I think I've got my answer now for that. Who do you have? Um, 
It depends. My mind, I see her as a villain sometimes. So okay. I, part of my brain went to McCavity or the way, or kind of like the twins. Oh, the twins. I didn't, th- I was thinking Rumpelteaser. Cause it's like oh, kind of yeah. starting some stuff, but not, not always sure. It might just be yeah. you know, mischievous. But I, when you first started talking, I was like, oh, this is McCavity. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, no, nah, maybe it's not that fast. I didn't think about the twins. The twins are a good answer for that. But with, with Mob Leader, I think that I'm, I'm sure that people have different interpretations. Sometimes it's like a, is the person really there or are yeah, they yeah. just like personifying the tension? And so yeah. for that, like, I think McCavity too. Yeah. But no, this, this is, is so fun. fun. I like haven't thought about most of these. So I'll, I'll have to don't. think about like the high most priests. I have no idea. Yeah. We can, if you have better ideas or you want like lay them out we can we can share it when we when this For sure. comes out like here's our final answers yeah the final cast list the, we'll put the we'll final just put list. that right on the bulletin board yeah we'll we'll have it there <laughs> um i'm excited you're, you're gonna be this will come out in, in january yeah. so you'll be in you know on tour when this is mm-hmm. when this is live yeah. so people can see you all over the country right yeah we're uh so uh, enjoying a lovely break back home with my fam for christmas um and just the you know enjoying the holidays with them and awesome. then in january we get started and we we go through early january to uh mid may so uh a little bit of canada Amazing. there but mostly uh mostly the states so nor- north america so yeah. i will i'll link the uh the website so if they're, oh, that'd be you know, they're going to be in a town a town near you yeah go check out the show and then let us know if you think there's different different cats for, yeah who did you on, see on that stage on and what cat were they it's nice though, it. compared compared to like doing cats, like obviously both lovely experiences and both shows that I love like on stage mm-hmm. and off. But there's something really nice about doing a one act show. Um, yeah, w- yeah, like a show with no intermission. It's only an hour and a half. It feels yeah. like it zips by compared I'm to compa- yeah, compared like to when we're crawling out for moments of happiness. <laughs> yeah, like and you're sitting there waiting to come in for memory, and you're like, wow, yeah exhausted yeah um all right that was uh, that was fun that's my i love doing this with any show that pops up and i've yeah. not done it with jesus christ superstar so a new one i'd love to um, hear okay. what other shows you you've done that way oh uh, over the years i mean six and I, it was <laughs> i have a couple i had a few where i've i've drafted it and then for some reason we just didn't get to the recording or like something sure. happened and and so all over the place i did i remember vividly doing six um who there's there's been a lot over the mm-hmm. years. I did Wicked a couple times, I think. <laughs> we've done a we've done a, a handful of shows, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the new shows too. So like the when we're doing you know New York, New York, and some of those like when we had cats that were that were there on those. So oh my it's gosh, been fun, yeah. been fun. Um, okay, let's do some rapid fire. I think let's some do of these we've already we've asked already, but I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna keep going with them. So if you could play any cat one night forget male female vocal range whatever just if you go on for one cat one night who are you going on as uh tugger for sure tugger <laughs> yeah. just go rock out i love yeah. it who are your favorite and least favorite cats and take the people out of it take your castmates out of it just personality wise of the cats um, him being like such a plain jane i will say monk is one of my favorites favorite okay i i i just think that the role he plays in the show is really is really great mm-hmm. and and i don't think he gets enough praise like he really is he's consistently the it girl 
yeah. despite not having like a like one moment where you're like, oh, that's monkey strap. You know what I mean? He also doesn't get a lot of hate though because of that either. So he's like very yep. rarely on either side of this coin. Yeah, he's a true neutral. He's I'd say he's like yeah. lawful neutral. Yeah, he yeah. does have a fan base. He, he's got a Good. he's got a little following. There's a couple yeah. people that are obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, what about least favorite? At least least favorite probably Buster for Jones yeah just unnecessary at this point yeah he just kind of you know great song and the Japanese version also had the extended Buster for Jones oh okay yeah so few more verses um I love it they get more Buster for Jones and the Royal Caribbean cruise gets zero gets Buster zero Buster for Jones you either go yeah. all in or none yeah I will say for some reason Buster for Jones like the music in that is some of the prettiest in the whole show. Yeah. Like in the whole of St. James, I remember hearing that for the first time and being like, what is this? What is it's this great, song doing in like... Great song. Yeah. Character I feel like wise, some people would skip the track. Yeah. Adds but, no value as a character. Yeah. But, but a good song. Yeah. Um, what is your or your favorite song from the show? Um, Oh, it's definitely just Old Deuteronomy. Old Deuteronomy. Yeah. Because yeah, that was, I remember in rehearsal, that was such a, a bonding moment for us. Mm-hmm. on the show every night it was you know there's not a lot of dancing going on in it for most of us and so it was it. just it's your, like a really, it's your break so yeah it was like a like nice it. grounding moment and you yeah. really felt like the the story that like we had been taught in rehearsal and that we were trying to convey like that was like super present during that moment as well and so that was just always a blast i um yeah i think that's totally on mm-hmm. i like to ask a fun one every time and i try yeah. to, i try to make them different so I was thinking about Jesus Christ Superstar, and then I started thinking about mega churches. Oh, and so <laughs> which cat do you think would be the best, like mega church pastor or priest or whatever? Probably Just Skimble. Like the one. <laughs> Skimble? You think it's Skimble? Yeah, I don't I think that an old Deuteronomy vibe. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I, I, I think that my brain like went for like Skimble because I, I don't know. I think that. I don't know. I think I'm just biased. I think Old Deuteronomy yeah. is a, a good answer as well. I also thought Tugger, because I could see, you know, they're like, I, I saw recently on social media that there was this church that was doing a Christmas show. Mm-hmm. It was the production value and the budget were mm-hmm. probably bigger than like a few Broadway shows I've seen. It was just like out of control. Yeah. And I'm like, I could see a Tugger running that show. Like mm-hmm. just full on. Someone super, their, their super charismatic. Life. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that makes sense. I love it. Uh, okay. Important question. I know yes. I know I asked you this already yeah. once, but I want to hear are you going to defend Grizabella or are you going to pick a different joyful choice? No way. <laughs> I I unfortunately will not be again, I will not be supporting Grizabella. I just so I I heard this on one of your episodes um about I can't remember his name but the actor who played Gus on broadway in the 2016 mm-hmm. christopher gurr yes yeah i remember christopher saying that in his crafting like when gus doesn't get picked he like crawls off stage and like just dies yeah and i've just like <laughs> every time i think about gus i think about that and i think about you know his crafting for that character and i just think that we can just like maybe like let grizabella back in and be nice and see in what ways, you know, we can help reacclimating her back into the tribe and, you know, finding her role in her place again. And I don't necessarily think that she's in 
<laughs> I don't think that she is like needing the, especially in our production, like she's like in like this beautiful fur coat and like, you know, she mm-hmm. is like the postman said she better off being dead. But like but Gus is 99. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I do think that it's like a yes, we acknowledge Grizabella. We invite you back into our family. But then like the person who's like going to crawl off stage and die should should be it. So you're team Gus. I'm team Gus because it would have been Gus had had she walked I, off the other side of the stage during yeah. the interval would have been Gus. I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. I, I think Gurr tried to justify it. And I think this is purely for his own mm-hmm. thing. Totally. But he said he didn't think that if he was, he'd be reborn. He's like, this is it. So it's mm. like, that's part of why he was like, I'm not doing this. Cause like, I won't have another life. So I'm yeah. not the right choice. I just need to go die. So he like, was no, at life nine. You. Yeah. He was at life nine. And I was like, that's just you justifying Grizabella. Cause you have to like sell yourself on stage. And that is a good like, actor. Yeah. yeah. That's a, <laughs> a good actor. Yes. Um, but I'm like, no, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not there with Gus. I think Gus has another life. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. I'm Team Gus. I think Grizabella yeah. is next year's choice. She'll have a great year with the fam. She'll have some, yeah. some holidays, some birthdays. And I bet even if she meals. hadn't, even if she doesn't get the next year, I bet she's still going to be fine. Yeah. She's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, she's probably worthy next year. Though. I'm not sure. I Unless so, there's yeah. another person that's out there that we don't know about. You know, there's, there's yeah. other, other Jellicles that we don't get introduced to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, I agree. I think she's got more years. You yeah. got to be a little revitalized by being welcomed back to your family. Def- I'm, definitely. Uh, I'm team Gus with you. Yeah. And I think I'm glad to get this. I've had a nice stretch of non Gusses and it's been a lot of Grizzly really? recently. Oh my yeah, gosh. So we'll get back on the Gus train here and start mm-hmm. to even that it back out. She's yeah. still, let's go. <laughs> she's still about half the votes of the whole show. I mean, of all I've done. Yeah, I can actually tell you because I do keep track. Yes, so yes I have. Exactly. I have a running total, and she currently owns forty nine percent. No, sorry, forty four percent of the votes. Wow! So she's close. She's getting up there. And I don't. She know the biggest got, chunk. Oh yeah. Okay. She's she. It's forty four percent for her. It's thirty six percent for Gus. Let's go. And then five percent for Old Deuteronomy. 3% from a cavity. Skimble's actually got 2%. Nice. And then everyone else has 1%. Who's who has a vote at least. Okay. And I do have, let's see here. I have 19 different votes. Wow. So, there's a good amount of you know, disruption in this 40 plus years of the show. Old Deuteronomy would be cuz at first I thought old dude, I'm like, well who delivers the mail person's mail? Like that's what yeah. my brain thinks. Like who's gonna host? But I guess Monk would just step up. Monk's it's Monk's time. Yeah, I Monk's think time. there's a. I'd be interested to see that. There's that argument's there for sure. I, Definitely. And it's, I've I've heard you know I've heard a few other interesting ones, and I still want an Edwin Drew style. Uh, for oh, audience yeah. vote. <laughs> that would audience be so vote. Cool. Different person each night. Mm-hmm. It would be so much fun to do that regionally. Like you mm-hmm. could do it regionally so easily, and I'm ready. Yeah. Although your stage, you know, your tire doesn't go up half the time anyways, it sounds like. So no, so I never said that. No, I, I know that, it's, but I hear every you. once in a while you gotta, you got yeah. your, your challenges for sure. It's live, it's live theater and that's what makes it, it fun. is. Yeah. Um, this has been so much fun. How can people stay in touch? We'll link the show for anybody who wants to see Jesus Christ superstar, but how can people stay in touch with you? Um, I am pretty active on Instagram at I who I am. So it's just like I am who I am, but with a Z in front of the first am. 
Love it. Came up with it in middle school and it's stuck ever since. So it's still yeah, here. you can find me on yeah. Insta and that's, um, that's about it. <laughs> this is, that's great. And I, you know, I want to hear, so if you listen to this and you've got bell theories mm-hmm. or Jesus Christ, superstar theories, shoot them our way. Oh, I'm we're ready to go. To, yeah. I'm going to try to think if there's anything I can grab onto in JCS that like makes the worlds actually linked together and we can just it's, make a multiverse. It's a straight, it's a stretch. It is most a stretch. Of these things I've it done. Is a hop, um, hop, skip and is, jump. Yeah. It, it is a little bit there. I mean, it's still Android Weber. That's probably True. our one common. So there's probably some musical similarities mm-hmm. just knowing his, he has a style for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the worlds are cats and Jesus are mm-hmm. definitely not the two I would have paired immediately together. Yeah. You probably would have better luck with JCS and Joseph. Yeah. But yes. I also hey, I did Cats and Phantom. I forgot about I did oh, Phantom. Yeah? So that was another that was another one that was hard to place mm-hmm. some of the people. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. Always a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on and sharing all the fun stories. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is big dream come true. Love the pod. So thanks for having me on. I love it. I love it. So thank you and thanks everyone else for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Die, the podcast breakdown of the cat catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any else listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, threads, and TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died. Or check out our website, TheWrongCatDied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.